Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett, and welcome back to the Doggy Pod, your weekly dose of all things dogs. Yeah, weekly dose sounds a little bit like medicine, but I'm sure it's that good medicine. Absolutely. Tastes all right. I'm I'm Dr. Rob's producer, Stephen Peters, and thank you for joining us for another action-packed episode of the Doggy Pod. I'm going to start off telling you a heartwarming story, a really heartwarming story that happened to me recently. You'll love it. Good. I love a good heartwarming story. Mm. Um... But also, we're going to talk today about blood donors yeah. for dogs. Is there such a thing? I mean, lots of people give blood in for humans, obviously, but what happens yep. if a dog needs a transfusion? You'll see me doing it on uh, Instagram. I give blood and put yes, it on Yes, and, and same here. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But what, what do dogs do? I've never seen a dog you know, giving Where blood. Where does it come from? Exactly. So mm. we'll talk about that. And also we have... Fact or fiction? Yes, yeah, it's a good one this week. It's a good one this week. Um, but, you know, what's been happening in the clinic? Well, I had a dog come in. It was a car accident. I'm serious. This dog was called Lucky. Oh, gosh. Might have been hit by a car. Hit by a car. Had a fractured jaw, had a fractured shoulder, and had a fractured pelvis. And the thing for me with this dog, this dog must have been in horrible pain, Stephen. Mm. I just picked it up gently to put it onto the x-ray table to make sure it didn't have a bleed in the chest and with ultrasound of the abdomen to make sure there's no free blood, you know, a ruptured spleen or something else. And it's a bit of a worry because dogs with all this are in a lot of pain and, they, of course, you hurt them, they're going to retaliate. I expect that. This dog, I think I may have just... I just gently put him down, but it was on the bad shoulder. Hang on, but you just be careful when you say the words, put him down. Oh, yeah, that's true. As a vet. <laughs> you didn't mean that that's, put him yeah, down. It's like when your wife says, can you put, your baby, put the baby down? I think she just means put it in the cot. Yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah right. when you gently put this dog down... On you, the table. On the table, On yes. the x-ray table. Just to be clear, yes. I think I may have heard him because <clears> he was on his bad shoulder. I didn't know at the time. 
and even with a broken jaw and with a broken pelvis, says dog turned oh. around and licks my hand. Oh. Oh. I thought you were such lucky. A, what a soul! What a soul! What so, sort of dog was lucky? Uh, lucky is a little cross kelpie thing. It was just gorgeous. <laughs> just yeah, bit, bits of everything. Just a friendly mother, I guess, but a little bit of everything inside this dog. But definitely kelpie, Australian kelpie. And so we X-rayed him, and thankfully it was. No problems with the chest. It was okay. Couldn't see any cracked ribs. Certainly couldn't see what's called a pneumothorax. That's air inside the chest. Yes, we want air inside our lungs, not in our chest outside the lungs because that collapses the lungs and you can't breathe and you die. He didn't have any signs of that and there was no free blood, thank goodness. He also had a fully um, formed bladder that wasn't ruptured because... All, oh, okay. all sorts of things. That, when you fracture the pelvis, you can rupture your bladder, and if that's not fixed straight away, you will die. So had he run out in front of a car or something? No, that's a bit well, worse than that. I think he was oh. asleep, and some, the owner accidentally ran, ran him over. So it was really very oh, his sad. Owner and, oh, his owner ran over his Very bad. Very bad. It, it happens. What, backed out or something? Over yep, his, yep. Oh. Not realising the dog was there. And, oh. Mm, yeah. Um, the owner was, she was absolutely in tears and really couldn't console her no. until I said, look, no. I think he's going to be okay. We had to operate on the jaw, pin it and wire it, mm. and um, the pelvis we've realigned. The shoulder, we put some uh, wires in the shoulder because of where the fracture is, and that's come together quite well. And strapped him all up. He's all strapped up quite resting at this stage. We don't know how he will go in the future, but... So um, how long will you have him for? I'll have him for a few weeks, this dog, because of the uh, mandible, the fractured jaw. Uh, trying to get, Well, having said that, normally we feed them very gentle with very, very soft foods, almost like a, a porridge-type food, um, high-calorie type food. Mm. This little dog, you know, one of those said, I'm so sorry, boss, I didn't realise he was uh, had problems in his mouth, I gave him some chicken, he ate it. <laughs> oh, well, she's eating it, he's yeah, happy. Right. Cooked um, chicken, already, I hope. Oh, of course. Oh, a good boy. You've been listening, I've been to, listening the to, the, to the doggy pod. Oh, well something. done. Absolutely. Always cook chicken, folks. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so he had some barbecue chicken already. I was really pleased. So, so. how will the poor little fella be, because I guess he has to live in a cage for the next couple of weeks. Yes, he'll be in the cage at least for probably four weeks. We take him out you know, a few times a day, Do put him okay. on the grass and yeah. help him go to the toilet, make sure he can go to the toilet. And Mother Nature will heal the pelvic fractures without surgery. I'm glad to say they're all pretty aligned quite well. That will heal quite reasonable and functionally for him. Uh, he won't need any surgery in that area. We will need to give him another anaesthetic a bit later on to take the pins and wire and uh, structures out of his jaw and uh, he should be fine. Do you need to give well. give dogs like that when they're in a cage for a while any sort of drugs to kind of just keep them calm so they don't get you know, yes. fidgety and bored? Especially and a dog like this where we don't want too much movement. Yeah. He yeah. does get, um, I mean, they're on a drip for a while, so a lot of the medications are given intravenously, which is rather good because you don't want to hurt them by giving him injections. And with a fractured jaw, you don't want to be putting things down his mouth and opening his mouth. Mm. So we're able to deliver things quite easily to him that keep him just calm and pain-free um, and get rid of the inflammation, get rid of infections. He has his antibiotics that way as well. Uh, we'll do that for a little while. But the fact that he's eating the chicken, I'll probably, 
mm. be able to put uh, tablets in that and uh, go from there. So maybe the name Lucky is very is a good true. Name. I guess it's <laughs> well said. Unlucky and then lucky. So yeah. yeah, good on him. So Rob, you mentioned earlier that mm-hmm. you've you've got one of your special heartwarming stories. Oh, this one, this happened to me. Uh, uh, what a heartwarming t- story about you? No, not about me. About oh. Ruby, the Portuguese water dog. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Many, many, many years ago, I had a. They're big dogs, aren't they? Portuguese yeah, they're fairly big. That's the ones the Obamas had. That's right. It is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even before this dog, I had these beautiful Irish friends. Um, Margaret and Henry Lawrence, and uh, lovely people. Henry, unfortunately, fittest man I've ever seen at you know, 80 odd years old, but got lung cancer and passed away. And so I used to help Margaret as much as I could. It was not easy. Um, she lived on her own, and they used to have Irish setters, being Henry Lawrence was very Irish. And eventually the Irish setters passed away and she said, I, I don't want to live without a dog here. I'd like a dog. And a good friend of mine gave us a Portuguese water dog to, to give her, Ruby. And she loved Ruby. Eventually Margaret, with cellulitis and other things, just at the start of COVID, unfortunately, it was her demise and she passed away and we inherited Ruby. Ruby now lives with us and lives on my daughter's bed very often. I often right. see her with... Is that that big um, black dog I see from time one. to time wandering yep. around your place? Right. And during COVID, I obviously weren't allowed to go out too much, and you had to be careful where you went. So we didn't. I didn't go to visit the grave site of Margaret and Henry. They were there together. Um, and I decided last week to go out and see them. You know, to see the grave, and where mm-hmm. they were. I thought I knew roughly where it was. I thought well, exactly where. Yeah. You know, the old graveyards can yeah, be Yeah, so you took but Ruby with you. took Ruby with me to, to see it. Right. And I thought, where is it? And I was going one way. Ruby pulled me the other way. Well, I can see where this story is going. I'm serious, Stephen. No. She pulled me all the way to where they were. I don't believe laid it. laid down on the grave. I uh, don't I just, believe it. i got to tell you, I did shed quite a few tears just watching that. So she, Ruby led you to their grave? To exactly where it was. Were I'm, they buried or cremated? Buried. They were buried there, and that's um, weird. yeah, it was a few years ago now, but I guess three years maybe since so, Margaret's part two or three. So years she was buried three years ago, two and you've just years, gone there last week. And Ruby took me to where Margaret was and laid on her grave, as if to say, "It's okay, I'm here." That's not heartwarming. That's spooky. <laughs> Have you ever wondered, I have, but maybe I'm the only one, um, how do dogs get blood? I mean, I know you give blood, Rob. You've posted a picture the other day on Instagram, and, and I regularly give blood mm-hmm. as well. Um, but, you know, I've, all the times I've been there, I've never seen a dog on the little chair there getting his t- blood taken. So, no. uh, I mean, how do you, well, one, do dogs need blood transfusions? And two, how do they get it? Yeah, well. How does that work? Yes, just like us, they can need blood transfusion. Why? Because of a severe accident, trauma, where they lose a lot of blood from mm. a broken blood vessel inside, a ruptured blood vessel. It could be a, a ruptured tumour. That can cause severe blood loss. Um, all of a sudden, it, of course, can give giving birth. Can If there's a tear inside, that can also cause it. And then there's 
things like what's called autoimmune disease, where the dog's own body attacks the red blood cells. Mm. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And so they have Which is like the Australian. Oh, sorry, the Australian. It's like what happens to humans. Yes. Yeah, autoimmune hemolytic anemia. Yeah. It's called. In other words, you attack your own red cells mm. and you become really anemic. And of course, poor nutrition and. Uh, dogs are neglected, and parasites can do it in dogs as well, as well as humans, but certainly parasites. Not as common these days because there are good anti-parasitic medications, but that it still occurs when the dog's been neglected for whatever reason. These are the reasons they might need a blood transfusion, but it's not common, you're quite right. So it doesn't happen you know, more than once or twice in the dog's lifetime, usually, unless it's an autoimmune hemolytic mm. anemia that can be quite often that they'll need a blood transfusion. And because it's not common, uh, we can just literally get blood from one dog and put it into another. Now, dogs have some 13 blood groups. That was my next question. Do they yeah. have the A, B, B positive? No, they have DEA, dog erythrocytic antigens, which right. is the erythrocyte is the red blood cell. Mm. The antigen lives there, and there are 13 different types of antigens there that um, occur in dogs. So if I'm doing a one-off transfusion in a dog's life, I'll literally grab any dog. And you start off very slow. You start off with a, only a one to two mils per minute transfusion to make sure there's no reaction. And then you build it up to... Yeah, up but to, where do you get the blood from? Just another dog? Well, in our case, um, we often will, will get blood from... So some people bring their dogs in. If, you know, um, we have people that if they've got two dogs, they'll say, well, can you take it off my other dog? And if the dog's friendly enough, we can. Uh, I have some of my own big dogs that have often given blood. Um, so you do have to have donors from mm, somewhere. Of course. And they have to lie down. Sometimes with the donors, in the case of when people insist, no, I want my other dog to give blood to this dog, uh, they have to actually be anaesthetized because they won't stand, lay still with a big needle going into their jugular vein. We mm. get it usually from the jugular vein. That's where I get it from. And how much blood would you take, typically? Uh, it depends. But I will only do it with big dogs. Yeah. And I will probably take about somewhere between 300 to 500 mils of blood, you know, like half a litre of blood, same that's, as what we give. Yeah, it's that's, exact that's same as what amount. we give. Yeah. It is a, a lot. Um, and then um, if I'm doing it frequently on the dog, then we have to cross-match. And how we do that, we actually have to take some uh, serum from uh, the, the recipient, you know, the, the clear part, and we mix it with the red blood cells of the donor, 
and that we see if they, if they clump together, it's called agglutination, then they're not compatible. If they don't clump, then they're compatible. We don't go into which, blood, which of the 13 blood types are you. Mm. We actually look for what's called agglutination on a glass slide under a microscope. It's not that difficult to do, but it's you know, a bit cumbersome. You've got to get it done quickly if your dog's needing blood, but you've got to do it properly. If they react, if they do all, all of a sudden have reaction, then you've got to treat the reaction, stop the transfusion, and it adds complications to your case. So if it's having more than one transfusion in a lifetime, and remember, you know, dogs' lives are much shorter than us, so it's unlikely that they will ever have more than one transfusion. But if it's, a, if it's an emergency transfusion, you can just grab blood from grab, any dog? Yeah, if it's a, the first time it's emergency, I don't get worried. I don't try and cross-match. I just go bang, you know, I come on Opie lie down and he, oh, dad not again and oh, he doesn't mind he lies down and uh, we shave his neck we put a fairly big bore needle into the into the jugular and fill up a blood bag and hmm. it's the same blood bags that, that are used on you and me by the yeah, way right. um, exact same blood bags we keep mixing it till we said enough we take it out hold you know, we put the needle in hold it for a, a minute or two um, to make sure it stops bleeding there and no hematoma forms, again, like us, and he gets a lot of extra treats that night. I bet. Now, this <laughs> is going to seem, just to finish off, probably the stupidest question I've asked you for a I long doubt time. It. But there's just some curiosity, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering what would happen. Could you ever put human blood into a dog? Hmm. I know you've never done it, but what would happen? Well, in actual fact, in, in the emergency situation, we did put some dog blood into a cat because we couldn't, enough, couldn't find ah. a cat donor, and it worked. Right. It worked. It actually did work, and we don't, you know, we're not sure. We, fortunately, the cat didn't react, and yeah, cats right. are notorious at reacting. It wasn't a lot of blood, but, we, yeah, right. but it was, its red cells were right down on this cat, and uh, you don't usually want to cross the species barrier. No. So I've never put human blood into a okay, cat. Okay, you've got homework, right? Uh, I've got to go find out who's ever done that. So yeah. can you put maybe just 50 mil into Opie oh, no, of no. your own blood <laughs> and let's just and report back, okay? Stephen, you're going to get this show into a lot of trouble. It's time for Fact or Fiction. Fiction. Now, this one yes. is a little bit R-rated. Uh, so if there's any kiddies listening, I would just say, go and watch a bit of telly. Uh, just don't listen to the doggy pod for the next few minutes because it might get a bit fruity, if you know what I mean. Um, the, 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 the fact is that male dogs will hump another dog mm. when they're randy. That's why they do it, because they're just a little bit toey and they need to just have a bit of a hump and um, get it out of their system. So that's that's what I've always assumed to be fact. But is that in fact the case? It's absolute fiction. Really? So they're yeah. not humping? Just... Not, not because they're randy. No. <laughs> what makes a male dog randy <clears throat> is a female that is in season, in estrus. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a female around producing all the pheromones... You know, well, the hormones produce smells. They're called pheromones. And if they're not round, the dog's not going to get, oh, you know, I'm feeling a bit randy. That, right. That doesn't, oh, so they don't just they, they kind of get up, naturally randy. And people say, but hang on, I've seen my dog literally masturbating, and they have, and the dog's 
equipment all comes out and that does happen. It's because there's a female in season somewhere in the somewhere. area and they can smell it. Remember, yeah. dogs can smell quite a long He's distance got it, away. It's gotten a bit toey. Yeah, but, but when they hump up each other, and it happens really, really often from a very young age where they'll yeah. do things. And, and Yeah, I'm not talking about the dog that little Randy Maltese that jumps on and hip, hops onto the pillow all the time and, mm-hmm. or does its toy. I'm talking about just doing each other. Um, it's usually a sign of dominance more than uh, sexuality. It's trying Wanting to, to dominate. I, I want to dominate that situation. Ah. The problem is if it continues all the time and they try and dominate here and dominate there and <clears throat> do it to this person and that person trying to dominate, it then can transfer to aggression. Yes. So it's something that people say, oh, no, you shouldn't stop it. It's perfectly natural. I'm not saying it's not natural. You know, in, in the wild, they're going to dominate and see who's going to be top dog. And eventually it does end up in the fight to see who's top dog in a packed situation. But in a home situation, no, we don't accept that behaviour. Knock it off. No, drop. And every dog should be taught to drop because it's a submissive pose. So, but there was another part of this conversation, and that mm-hmm. is that I've seen or heard of female dogs. Yes, and the female do dog's it. called the bitch, and the one that humps is called the dominant bitch. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not being rude, folks. I'm no. just telling you the way it is. Okay. Yes, but, she's just trying to dominate right, okay. uh, that female or even dominate that male and you know, just wants to be the head of that situation. And there's nothing to say that a female can't be head of the pack because, as we all know, in many mm. situations that does occur. So Very much so, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, so, okay, we're, so we're all happy with that. We're happy. <laughs> uh, I know I am. Yeah. So, um, so that is absolute fiction. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of another show, but there's one thing we must mention, of course, and that is our friends at Bondi Pet uh, are giving um, any doggy pod listeners, um, 50, uh, any, any order over $50, they'll give you $10 off, which is pretty good. Uh, you just have to enter the code, all in capital letters, the doggy pod 10 one zero, the doggy pod one zero, and you will get uh, $10 off your order over 50 bucks, which is pretty good. Because um, Dr. Rob's doing some um, stories for that wonderful show, Bondi Vet. Hmm. Um, so if you follow that on YouTube, which you should, because there's some amazing stuff there and there's some amazing vets there as well. Um, but anyway, it's time for us to wrap up. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, the usual stuff. Leave hmm. a review, tell a friend. You know, you know the drill. And um, Rob will say goodbye. Yeah, and... Stephen, do you know the woman Marilyn Monroe? Of course, most of us yeah, do in the actress world. Actress from the sixties. And, and the those 50s. that don't know, are obviously very newborns. Yes, <laughs> she's yes, very, very, very famous, very, very famous, famous Hollywood actress. actress but yes. love dogs, and she said, "Dogs never bite me, just humans." Ain't that true? <laughs> up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.